billón está en mi mente Yo sé que es mucha gente Un billón está en mi mente No sé tú Hello and welcome to the Un Beyond Mindset podcast. I'm your host, Marisol Uribe, a.k.a. Enfermera Marisol. If you're new to the show, Un Beyond is one billion, and Enfermera means nurse. So you may be asking yourself, why is a nurse hosting this podcast? And what's the backstory? And how did this all start to begin with? So if you want the backstory, listen to my song, Un Beyond, on Apple music. And that song is in Spanish. So if you know a friend, family member who knows Spanish, tell them to listen to it and to translate. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into the whole Unbillon concept in a minute. But tune in, follow the speakers, listen to previous episodes because they've all been amazing. And everyone on the show is making it, right? They are defining their own definition of success And if they're not where they want to be, they are soon to get there. So today's guest is Jacob Valdellon. He has multiple hats. And who better but Jacob to introduce himself? So I'll hand it over. Absolutely, Marisol. Thank you for having me. I'm actually excited. Uh, we connected literally through the Driven event. Um, mm -hmm. From there, you know, I was able to pretend, I was, I, I was in process of helping you buy your first uh, property. At, uh, yes. Black last year and we just stayed connected since um really my journey um really started when i was young when i was like two three years old i started playing baseball t-ball all the way through little league then i went to play travel baseball um and then after that I went to play high school baseball but my junior year um it was unfortunate my the dreams of becoming a major league baseball player were cut short i wasn't qualified mm to play, um, let alone varsity baseball. I didn't make the team, but I wasn't qualified to play division one baseball, let alone any division base, like college baseball. Um, but you know, my mentor Ed Milet says that God will not call the qualified, but he qualifies the call. And I knew when I was in high school, yep. And I knew when I was, uh, when, uh, when I was in high school, I was called to do something great with my life. Uh, 19 years old. Uh, I met a friend of mine. He's introduced me some, uh, real estate and I actually dropped out of college Uh, my second semester um, going to California. Pardon? Bold move. Yeah, dropped out. And I said, you know what? I'm, if I'm going to bet on myself, I'm going to go through entrepreneurship. I, at that time, Ty Lopez, if anyone's familiar with Ty Lopez, uh, he started talking about knowledge, talking about self-education. Um, we'll build you a fortune, but, you know, you know, uh, organized education or college will just build you just a lifestyle, whatever, or you build you a regular income. But yeah. I wanted more. I really wanted more. And uh, at 19 years old, I went to go get my real estate license. I failed like four times. I was just like, I wasn't, I'd have the right mindset. And then from 19 to 22, I really didn't have a unbi on mindset. I was, uh, I was lost in the sauce. I was, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur, the entrepreneur, mm -hmm. entrepreneur in my bio. And I was just trying to fake, fake it till I made it all the way until I actually received an opportunity that forever changed the trajectory of my life. So you and I are both familiar with Eli and Mike. Um, yes. Yep. And, uh, Mike actually was able to take me under his wing as his very first mentee. And I saw his mentor because in 2018, I went to my very first driven event and I saw him and Eli cross stage to be like top performers. And I was like, Oh my gosh, if I ever wanted to ever join real estate or join loans or join that company in general, first of all, Ed Milet interviewed Albert Preciado on his podcast. So I was like, 
I got the approval of, you know, Ed Milet with Albert. And then I saw the type of life, like the, the fast life, the Ferraris, the fun, the parties. And all. I was like, I want to be part of that. I was like, 20, yeah, 23. It was 20. calling you. Yep. It was calling me. And, um, sure enough, law of attraction, you know, truly exists. You start, whatever you think about, you'll, you'll attract. And I attracted Mike into my life and you know, I found him on social media. We started DMing and, um, just energies collided and we started really working hard together. Um, I was able to get my license in 2020. However, it's not always uphill when, when you think about entrepreneurship or like you said, it's a lot of your listeners that don't have the mindset yet or haven't sought mentorship yet. You'll realize there's peaks and valleys and there's setbacks in, on the, on the journey up. Right. So 2020 was a heavy year for me during COVID at March, 2020, the whole world shut down. And then March, April and May is when I really felt in, or I fell into a deep depression, right? Deep, 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 deep depression. And uh, as many others, as many others, right? The whole world shuts down. You don't know what you want to do with your life. You, you, you don't know how to make money. Um, and I made the decision on May 26, 2020 to do 75 hard. And I'll talk about the RTA and I'll talk about my leadership with Ed and Andy Fasella. But really, I did 75 hard and I forever changed my life. It was the platform I needed to bounce off of. Once you hit rock bottom, it's like, don't forget to like sit in it for a little bit. Because there's so many gifts when you're down there. Learning about what, what, how you attracted that mindset, how you attracted all the stuff that happened to you. Don't try and get up too fast when you hit the rock bottom. But when you do hit rock bottom, bounce off like a jump pad. Just boom, hit off. And then I did 75 hard from 20, May 26th to August 8th. I got my license on July 7th in between that time. And then I started Ooh. working. Yeah. Seven, seven. And then I started working with Mike. Um, what's it called in October. And I decided to walk away from the financial services space because um, I wasn't going to build two businesses at once. So I was working right. with company, um, world financial group. Um, and I, I was partnered with another team, but I'm currently with the Milliari group at my with world financial group. But mm-hmm. I worked with um, October, um, I started November. I closed my first deal in December. I closed two deals. The first 90 days, I closed three deals and I was able to buy my first car and move out of my mom and dad's house. And that forever changed my life. Um, and then 2021 happened life changing year. I became a top performer, rising star, rookie of the year, all in, uh, ambiance realty. But honestly, Marisol, people don't know my story. Really. They don't know what happened. Um, and what the, the, the rise and somewhat of the fall of reasons of, I would say some of my successes during that time. Um, I was enjoying myself, right? I was winning. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show. Um, you have a, a history of success and yeah. you can also speak from loss, right? A loss of identity, a loss yep. of goals, yep. a loss of not being with the right circle. Yep. So there's a lot that we could learn from you yeah. in terms of the good and the bad. Right. Sure. You, you seek a mentor because you want to level up. Yep. So in your case, 75 hard is a challenge that is free. It's a mindset game. It's all about mental toughness. Mentorship comes in different ways, shapes and forms. You could pick up a book. You could listen to a podcast, this podcast. It yep. could take one pivotal person or quote or line or person. Right. In your case, you know, it could be you and the people that you meet and the people that you impact. Yep. They could change your life. So be oh. open and receptive to new information, new opportunities, because you never know what can change the trajectory of your life. So tell us more about Arite, yeah. that syndicate. Um, is it for anyone 
everyone, what's the differentiating factor, say, between the Jacob before mentorship and the Jacob of today? Yeah, so Jacob before mentorship was lost. Um, he was a person that was very entitled. He was a person that wanted to do the least amount of work and expect the most amount of results. He was mm-hmm. a person that wasn't quite clear on what his definite chief aim was in life. Um, and now Jacob, after mentorship, right, with Arte and the leaders I have in my life and the people I have in my, in my, in my circle of influence, um, as a person who's very aligned in his faith. I think number one is being deeply rooted in your faith. You'll attract so many God-fearing people when you step into your truth. Um, and I feel like I wasn't able to, you have to upgrade your mentors eventually because once initially you're going to want to chase the money. Normally, most people want to be like, oh, I want to make six figures. I want to have fun. I want to make money. Yeah. But when you start making money and that feeling doesn't no longer fulfill you because money actually is pretty fleeting in that sense. The most mm-hmm. fulfilling you have is truly by contributing, growing, and giving. Um, so the mentorship that I have now is Arte is I have Andy Frisella, you know, a guy that worth billions of dollars with his first form and um, his, his supplement company. Company, And then Ed Milet, guy's worth, personal net worth is over billions of dollars as well, has over hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate, and he's the type of leader. And I, I know you read his book because I see it on your book club. But um, Yes, The Power of One More. And Andy, by the way, is the creator of the 75 Hard. So that ties it all together for you guys. Yep. And um, just having a mentor, just it helps helps you achieve what you want faster. So I would say, like, if you want something, go to the person who has it and then ask them for directions. So right now I'm seeking mentorship of what do I want to do to really create and scale one of the biggest insurance agencies. I'm in the insurance insurance, um, industry now. Um, and I kind of took a hiatus from real estate just because of how the conditions of the market are right now. I'm not saying I'm never going to do it again, but you do want to make sure that one of the biggest rules in business is staying in business. So with, you know, this financial winter that's coming now that, that, that everyone's starting to see and feel, I want to position myself to win, right? Just staying in business. But like I said, our Ed Milet and Andy Frisell and Arate, they've they've done it. They've, they've, they haven't just won for five years. They've been winning decade over decade over decade. And with that, it's like, okay, who am I going to learn from? The guy who's just sells courses online, no offense to people that do that, but who've actually built sustainable businesses that have overcome different market you know, recessions. I want to learn from the best of the best. So that's where I seek my knowledge from. And the people that are, on, that are listening to this podcast right now that don't know where to start, Start with books. I feel like starting with books and listening to podcasts are the best place to go because paying for mentorship, especially with Arte, you're spending about like $400 a month just to get initiated into the uh, group. And then there's like events that are $15,000 just to have dinner, right? So there's just different levels of it. But if you're brand new to the Unbeyond mindset or getting right brand into mentorship, well, then start with just getting consistent on working yourself, which is reading the books, listening to the podcast, and um, getting clear on what you want out of life. And then whoever has that life that you so desire, whoever has a model of it, start consuming their content or finding ways to start helping them and do things for them for free. Add value to their life. And honestly, the people that you think are so far away are not that far away. And I know that Marisol could probably attest that because she's been around all of these great entrepreneurs at all of these events and she's taken photos with all these very influential people. Um, so that's what I would say about that. That's brilliant. I think you actually defined the the Unbeyond mindset a little bit. Um, 
For me, it, it's that it's it's wanting to impact a billion people, whether mm-hmm. directly or indirectly. And I had another guest on the show, you know, that's uh, Omar Medrano, by the way. He goes, you know what? Grant Cardone says he wants to impact 8 billion people, right? Everyone on earth. So yeah. my goal in comparison is quite attainable. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's it's creating the vision, right? And then the incremental steps, the plan of, of the action that you yep. need to take to actually get there, right? So don't let beyond scare you, right? It's the little steps. Just think of in the short term, what can I do to get myself to the next level, to the next target? Yep. And so if we think about a business plan or a life plan, how often should we revisit that? So right now, I actually sat with my team literally before this call, and um, we're starting to figure out how we're going to execute these next 30 days to finish off the year strong, right? Um, so there's always monthly intentions we, we, we create for it, right? And then there's quarterly goals, right? So I already know what I want to accomplish between now uh, now and then at the end of March 30. Um, so we go, there's monthly intentions, there's quarterly targets, and then you should always be doing a weekly accountability with who, with either yourself or the people that you work with if you have a team environment. And what I do every Sunday is a Sunday accountability. We ask each other three questions, and then we talk about reflection, about what happened the last seven days, and we talk about projection, what we want to accomplish in the next seven days. So the questions we ask are, number one, what would you change or do differently about your week that would probably improve the week overall? Number two is, what is the biggest lesson you learned in any area of your life? And then number three, we get into a space of gratitude of what's something amazing. And sometimes people are just like, I just, I got up every day at the time I wanted to get up. It's not like, oh, I bought a new car. It's not, it doesn't have to be so excessive. Like, we can get to simple gratitudes because during times of uncertainty or times where things can get very overwhelming or times that we're living right now, it's easy to get overwhelming, anxiety, depression, all those, all those feelings. But when you flood yourself with gratitude, you can't be anxious and grateful at the same time. So really flood, like flood, the word flood, like literally flood yourself with gratitude. Thank you for waking up today. Thank you for a roof over my clothes on my back, food in the car, or food, food on the table, car on the road. Thank you for all the things that I have. Body soul, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the air that I breathe. Thank you for body soul. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the air that I breathe. Thank you for being able to walk. When you start getting so grateful for all those little things, the world and the lens you look through starts to get more grateful. But when you start to focus on all the things, go ahead. You're about to speak. Beautiful. No, no, yeah. this is good. See, Jacob is gifted in, in these raw talks. He actually had a podcast yeah. with um, consistent raw talks. And you can still find it today, Spotify, yeah. right? Yep. And, you know, something that I appreciate about you is that you are inclined with your faith. You do lead by that example. Uh, I see you in Bible groups, Bible study groups. Um, again, with that proximity of the same fundamental values, how important is that to you? And say, if people who, you know, what have you noticed between like an atheist entrepreneur and like a faith driven entrepreneur? Uh, Do you notice that there's more, you know, strength in one person over the other, or what would you recommend if people are, are on the fence? If say they had a bad taste, 
for a relationship with God in their childhood. And now they're considering it again. What would you say to those people? It's funny because I actually brought a handful of people back to their faith recently. Because what happens is, and I can't speak for everyone, but for most people that don't have faith in their life, there's always constantly something that they feel is missing, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're grounded in your faith, you have a, there's certainty, there's a living hope. There's, there's this feeling that you are guided, you are anointed, you are blessed. And when you, when you know that you are born with the King of Kings blood inside of you, you're, for me, I'm a Christian, I'm Catholic, actually. Um, you are born with the DNA of God the Father. Like you have all the power inside of you to create whatever you want in this world and ultimately serve the people around you. So for the people that don't have faith in their life, I would highly suggest being open-minded to it, being open-minded to that. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, shoved down your throat because it can get, you know, religion and all that stuff, you know, be having faith. I'm not saying get very religious because those are two different conversations. But Mm -hmm. the idea to having faith is where your skills and your faith begins. Right. When you don't have an answer, that's what I'm like, you know what, God, I surrender to your will, your path for me, whatever you want for my life. And you have to realize that you're not in control. The hardest part about being an entrepreneur, especially getting into this mindset, is you start to want to control everything around you. You have a tight grip on everything. You want it your way, this way, and all the things. You want the cards to fall in in a specific order, but you can't control where the cards fall. So what I tell people is you got to loosen the grip. you got to have a very rigid vision of your life have a very flexible approach to how you're going to get there because God's going to grow you and press you and shape you into, in so many different ways. Um, because what you want, what you pray for, ultimately you're not the person attracted right now, but what he's going to do is those things that you pray for, he's going to, he's going to stretch into your capacity to, to the person that needs, that you need to be to be able to attract those things into your life. So opening the doors and the floodgates to the spiritual world, knowing that the creator created this world, um, you, you tap into that infinite intelligence to really achieve the life of your dreams. I'm Catholic as well. And for me, um, like you say, right, you don't have to say, do everything by the book, but at least having some fundamental knowledge, values, right? Your core yeah. ethical principles um, influenced by something good, I yeah. think is what continues to shape me. Right. Yeah. And if anything, it just gives me more strength. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. And so you told us about the Jacob before mentorship, the current Jacob, what you're currently doing. What do you see in the future? Mm. Well, honestly, I've come to realize, um, like I said, money is important and I want to make a lot of it. But right now I've come to realize that Faith and family are my number one and two priorities right now. So my next season of my life is I do want to, you know, get married and have a family. I've seen so many people on the night. I'm 20, I turned 27 on Monday, and I'm seeing guys that are early 30s that are like, okay, like having family, have, raising a kid and building a business. Those are the next season of my life. Um, ultimately, I want to live in a li- live the lifestyle that Ed's doing right now where he's just speaking on stages around the world, sharing his um, – Sharing his testimony to God, I think that's really what he's doing right now. He's not really even, he's not coaching. He's, he's sharing his testimony to God. He's evangelizing his business and how, he's, how God's had such a big imp- impact in his life that I want to be able to build that life to not only be inspirational to share the spirit or inspire people around me, but more so to be aspirational. 
aspirational is to aspire to be like, like the Martin Luther's, the Ed Milet's. I want to be in an aspirational uh, place in this world that when my name gets brought up, it's how I treated the people. It's how I won. It's how I gave back. It's the church that I built. It's the impact I left. It's, like I said, my legacy may not live forever, but I know that it can literally change this entire world where we can live in a utopia of what God intended for this world to live like. Right. The, the, the foundation of this world is created perfect, but we were born into sin. So if you know that we were born into sin and we can get back into what we call the perfect world or utopia of what the Garden of Eden was intended for, well, why can't we all band together to start creating that, that society that we can all live in so we don't have to worry about what our kids are learning in school or the wars that are happening or the lack of food or whatever that case may be. I want to be a pioneer in that sense. And there's a lot of guys that are on that same path. And when you find them, you lock arms with them. And uh, my life, I just really want to see a brighter future for the people around me um, and knowing that God has my back, right? My path is being guided. Amen, brother. I love that. And especially with the whole utopia, the village, right? Church is a community, right? It's the people. Yeah. And so when you build yourself up, you're ready to pour into others, yeah. right? Because you're coming from a, a cup that's full. Yeah. And with you, I, I do see the consistent nourishment and your values, your core principles, right? And how you just overflow, like pour onto others what it is that you have, right? Because yeah. you're coming from a place of abundance. And I see that. And even like the people you follow on social media, check for that. Like, are they being consistent with what they're saying? Is it matching with what they're doing? Are the people you meet, are they consistent on and off camera? Yep. So that's something very important to me is to truly keep in line with my values always, right? Just because, say, my net worth may grow uh, years from now compared to now, like, I want to remain, like approachable yes and i feel a transformational leader is naturally aspirational yeah and so that's the difference right between transactional leaders and it's just there's just so much that we could continue to grow and offer to the world coming from a place of abundance i love that so to wrap up, Jacob, yeah. how would you define an unbeyond mindset in a quick sentence? Mm. Unbeyond mindset to me, I'll, I'll, I'll always end it with this. It's, uh, I've used this on a couple other podcasts. It's the greatest life that you want is on the other side of fear. And it's your job to go after that life every day relentlessly pursue that dream and help change this world. So in order to do that, it's developing an unbeyond mindset um, and inspiring those around you to think and do the same. Love it. Brilliant. Applause. Thank you, Jacob. And so, so of course, how can my followers reach you? Social media. Uh, I'm mostly active on Instagram. That's the fastest place you can find me. It's just my first name, middle name, and last name, Jacob Ian Valdelon. And if you want to put that in the show notes, it's probably be the easiest way to, to do that. So I'm I will. Super, super grateful, super blessed, and 
before I end here, Body Soul, I just want to tell you about you. Um, I see you as a person that really wants to do good in this life, that wants to serve, that literally is putting her community on her back and is a leader of amongst leaders, especially being a millennial in our, in our generation. Um, you have a heart of gold. And from the time that I've known you, you've just been a place of servitude. So that doesn't go unnoticed. And I'm proud to be your friend. And I'm grateful to be in this life with you. Thank you so much for those words. You know, you could tell when someone's genuine and authentic. And Jacob is one of those individuals. So appreciate you. And uh, I got your back too, right? Let's and so I feel like we should continue to cultivate those types of relationships. We'll be on the way. And I'll see you on the top. Let's do it. Love it. Thank you all for listening. Share the show. Like, subscribe. And we'll see you on the next one. Un billón está en mi mente, yo sé que es mucha gente, un billón está en mi mente.